Hello, I'm Chris Carl. Welcome to the Lockdown Diaries. This is day nine of this podcast, a podcast all about being in lockdown during the coronavirus, COVID-19, here on the Costa del Sol in southern Spain. It's Monday. No, it's Wednesday. It's tu- it is. It's Tuesday. It doesn't really matter anymore, does it? It is Tuesday, the 24th of March, 2020. If you're listening in the future, do please phone me and tell me what happens. I'm all ears. Right, so what's been happening today? Well, the weather has been a little bit overcast and cold untypically it's been around between 16 and 19 degrees for the last four days overcast there's been rain very unusual for uh, this part of Spain to have that sort of a prolonged period of that kind of weather but it's probably just as well we're not allowed outside anyway so I have been looking through the window this is one of my specialities now and I've been looking out the window so you don't have to um, what I've seen is to be honest strangely I've seen a lot of birds outside I think there's more of them I think the environment is healing a little bit or it could be my imagination and to help with that I am thinking of taking up something called the power of positive drinking. A lot of people are doing that, um, trying to keep themselves occupied. So hopefully in this podcast, I will find something to keep you occupied other than that. Another thing I saw out the window, of course, was, well, I saw three people stood in the uh, parking area of my apartment block having a chat. I don't think that's allowed. It certainly isn't, and you really shouldn't be doing that unless they all live together. I don't know. I didn't ask them. It's getting to the stage when I'm going to start shouting at people I see on the street, a bit like dogs do, I suppose. All right, let's move on. They have got a lockdown now in the UK. They finally joined us. Although, of course, shocking scenes from this morning. People on the Tube. The Tube, for those of you that don't know from other parts of the world, it's what we in Britain call the Metro in London. The Tube was absolutely rampacked today. I don't know what people are thinking, but they should really be thinking not just about themselves, but about others. That's the way we're beating this virus here. We are going to beat it. I know we are. So let's move on immediately, I think, to Chris's coincidences for today. It's a little feature I've added to this show about strange coincidences through history. Now, back in 1898, a writer called Robert Morgan wrote a book, a novella, called The Wreck of the Titan. Now, you've got to remember that name, Titan. It's important for the story. Fourteen years later, a ship called the Titanic... Titanic. Titan, you see, Titanic, of course, sunk, as we all know, in 1912. But there are some strange and some very uncanny similarities between the fictional book, what Robert Morgan did write, and the actual events that took place. For example, beyond the fact that in his book, the ship was called the Titan, and the actual ship that sank 14 years later was called the Titanic, the coincidences continue. Both were described as unsinkable. The Titan in his book was mentioned as being unsinkable several times, and of course, the Titanic famously called itself unsinkable. Both the Titan and the Titanic ran into trouble after hitting icebergs. Not only that, they were hit on the starboard side of the ship. The fictional one and the real one. 14 years apart, remember, both in the book and in reality, both ships were at that point 400 miles off Newfoundland. Very strange. It continues. They both sank during the evening in April and in both cases, the passengers suffered tragically because there was a shortage of lifeboats. Weird. But then, really, we owe our existence, our very existence and our lives, not only to stardust and all that, but to our entire universe. Because according to several clever people, scientists like Professor Katie Mack, the universe could be described as just one massive big coincidence. Uh, We exist in a completely implausible and totally unlikely false vacuum that could actually collapse at any time if it came into contact with a true vacuum. Yes, I know, I'm completely confused now. Should have paid attention in school. But the point being that the universe, the entire universe, 
universe. The reason for our existence and where we live is down to a very, very unlikely, mathematically almost impossible coincidence. So what else have I been doing? Well, like everybody else, surfing the webs, of course, the interwebs, uh, and spending a lot of time on Facebook. In fact, this morning, Facebook was so busy, I had to park at Instagram and walk the rest of the way. <laughs> All right, it is time for me to give you a little tip what to do today. Now, of course, I do teach drama. It's what actors who can't find acting work do. I do teach drama to adults and uh, especially children. They've got better imaginations than adults, so it does make it easier. And today's game comprises of just three words. What you do, you divide into groups if there's enough of you. A pair of people will be enough. If there's four of you, you can divide into two groups, if my maths are correct. Uh, to be honest, I can't even uh, count how many times I've failed maths, but I think that's right. What you do is you each have to go away. Each group has to go away and think of a scene, uh, make up a story uh, that contains only three words. Oh, sorry, and why? Now, you can use these in any order you like and as many times as you like, but you can only use those three words. You watch each other's performance, and then you swap. So group A would then perform group B's scene, and vice versa. And they can then add words as many as they like to the story. Another quick game for you is to improvise a scene with two players. You, if you're the adult, you can give one of the kids a job title, and it has to be a job that they did in a previous life and a job that they're currently doing, and they have to perform the current job in the style of the previous job. So, for example, they could have been a ballet dancer in a previous life and are now a bricklayer, and they must act out laying bricks in the style of a ballet dancer, pirouetting and all that. And all the other people watching must be able to guess and tell what the old job and the new job are. So there we are. There's my drama games for today. Uh, I'd love to hear if you actually do do these things. It'd be I'd make some videos, put them on Facebook. I would love to see that. And it does get the old creative juices going. And you never know, it could spoil things forever. Your children might want to grow up being actors. No, don't do it. Talking of actors, here is my TV series tip for today. If you haven't seen this, and you probably have, but if you haven't, go and stand in the corner. Uh, the series is called The Good Place, and it's more than good. It's absolutely brilliant. It's it's just awesome. Uh, it's set in an afterlife. It's a comedy, and it is set in an afterlife in which humans are sent to the good place or the bad place after death. All humans are assigned uh, a sort of a numerical score depending on how they conducted their lives on Earth, morally or otherwise. If you get a high score, you go to the good place and enjoy eternal happiness and all the things you desire. If you've been bad, you go to the bad place, obviously. And in the good place, there's an artificial intelligence named Janet, like a sort of walking internet, and she can grant you any wish you like. It all begins with party girl Eleanor, who's played by the brilliant Kristen Bell, uh, and a small-time crook and DJ. I thought that was the same thing. A small-time crook and DJ called Jason. Now, they've been bad, and they think they've been sent to the good place by some sort of malfunction or error. Each person is assigned a soulmate, and Chiddy is Eleanor's soulmate. He's actually a moral philosopher, and he tries to teach ethics to her and to Jason so that they can at least try and prove their worth so they can stay in the good place. Another character is a very wealthy socialite called Tahini, and she finds meaning in her new life, afterlife, trying to help a fella called Michael, played by Ted Danson. And Ted Danson in this is super brilliant. It's absolutely a phenomenal performance by him. Uh, he's the kindly and loving designer and ar architect of the neighbourhood in, in, in the good place in which they live. But there's chaos has started because of Eleanor and Jason's presence. They're not supposed to be there. But then not all is as it seems. The Good Place ran for about four years. There's plenty to watch there, and it is utterly, utterly compelling. On tomorrow's show, if you like Matt LeBlanc and Stephen Mangan, probably for different reasons, <laughs> I've got something for you. It's a TV series called Episodes. That is for tomorrow.
Another quick tip for you, stuff you can do at home using the wonder of the internet, is go to a museum. Educational, fun. It is, it's fun. It can be very, very interesting. It can be a lot of fun. A lot of museums around the world are offering virtual tours. You can enjoy it as a family. Hook uh, the internet, your computer or whatever, up to your telly and sit and watch a virtual tour of a museum. Right, well, it is finally time for Carlos's pun for today. Carlos White, lovely chap here on the Costa del Sol. Also, of course, like the rest of the country, in lockdown which means his obsession with puns has probably got a lot worse. Carlos is a big fan of the genre, the art form, shall we call it, <laughs> the craft of the pun. Unfortunately, he likes bad puns and likes to call himself the Punisher. It's very clever, Carlos. But here is his pun he wants to share with the world today. Do you know why they don't have COVID-19 in Antarctica? Because they're isolated. Isolated. Brilliant, Carlos. Thank you. All right, well, that's just about all I've got time for for today here on the Lockdown Diaries. I'll be back, of course, tomorrow with more, I hope, interesting fun facts and stuff you can do and tips to keep yourself busy, occupied and creative during this time. I've got to say, it's very, very quiet outside. Less and less cars on the street. It seems to be less and less people. People seem to be getting into a routine of how to do their shopping and all the sort of necessary things that take you out onto the street, like walking the dog. People are being more and more sensible. It is a very, very serious thing we're going through. I'm trying to lighten the mood as so so many people are uh, around the world, what with live concerts from home and all that sort of thing. A wonderful atmosphere. We may be physically, socially distancing, but I feel that people are coming together. And I do feel the world will be a better, kinder and cleaner place after this. I think it's going to come out as a positive thing. Of course, there's going to be a lot of uh, tragedy and a lot of heartache along the way. Just try and minimise that. We've, we've got to keep obeying the laws. We've got to keep staying inside. We've got to keep distancing ourselves uh, from each other when we're at the shops. But everybody who's not wearing a mask uh, is smiling at each other and waving. Uh, there is a lovely atmosphere here in Spain. Even the police are going up and down streets during the day entertaining the kids by doing songs and dances of children's songs. It's really quite emotional, I have to say. And uh, a big, big thank you to the medical workers, the police, the emergency services and the people who work in shops. Don't forget to thank them when you're bagging your goods because they're working to keep you fed and exposing themselves really to possible dangers. So to all those people, we give a grateful thanks and we cheer out the window every evening at 8pm here in Spain. So let's hope this community spirit continues for a long time and the lockdown comes to an end with a positive result. We can do it. All you've got to do is stay indoors. Cadete on casa, as they say here in Spain, more or less. <laughs> and please do have a look at my Facebook page and my Twitter page. It'd be nice to hear from you. Maybe see your videos if you're doing your drama games that I'm offering. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Try and be kind. I'm sat here on my own. And give me a like if you like. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook just by searching The Lockdown Diaries. In the meantime, until tomorrow, I'm Chris Carr. Stay safe, keep being kind, stay healthy, and keep being positive. I'll see you all tomorrow.